Well, let's get into our thinking point. As always, I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial this morning on the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SAFM Talking Point. So uh, concerning uh, really developments around schooling and many schools complaining about the behavior of learners in their premises in their classrooms so many schools reporting a spike in rude and delinquent pupils some who threaten and even intimidate uh, teachers and other pupils that are uh, tabled in a Sunday Times report that also uh, took a look at various school governing bodies and, uh, you know, collated just some of um, the complaints that had been lodged before them. Ntabiseng Ramotwala is a counselling psychologist. Ntabiseng, good morning to you. Thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, Katie. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. It's it's such a concerning mm. development in terms of what is happening in our schools. Often we talk about the mm. behavior of teachers towards learners or even of yeah. learners towards each other. What we don't pay enough mm. attention to is the behavior of learners themselves. Yes, you know, you know, our focus has always been looking at people whom we think are the responsible ones. We always uh, easy to blame adults in the situation when anything goes wrong, but forgetting to actually focus on the learners as well and wondering why the learners are behaving that way. And for me, what is happening in schools is also a very deep indication of, of what is rotten inside of our society. It's a symptom of bigger problems that we are encountering generally as a society. And because it is happening generally as a society, we need to actually approach this from a multi-layered uh, method where everything is done at all levels, whether at academic level, whether at psychoeducational level, whether at community level, and also going into parental skills level where parents are actually workshopped in terms of how to parent teenagers and know what to do with them. And not forgetting the fact that all of these people, all of these people coming to school and working at schools and interacting at schools are affected by everything that is happening in our general community and predominantly that is poverty. I always say when people are very poor, they tend to express their negative emotions inappropriately. And that's where we can also find out what can be done to actually solve the problem that is happening at schools. So at schools yeah. is not only one thing, but it's a lot of things concerned. Ntabi saying, are you saying that when we see the behavior of children at schools, mm. it, it tells us mm. about their behavior in their homes? So the the rudeness, the aggressiveness is not something that they would mm-hmm. necessarily be practicing on teachers, but it's behavior that they would also exercise at home. Yes, yes. We must remember that children adopt what they see. They learn by observing. So whatever a child does, it's a lesson from somewhere. They pick it up from somewhere. And yes, some parents are actually very good, but their children associate with wrong children. However, now when I grew up, I was always told that I am the mirror of my family. So wherever I go, I represent my family. So if my family is rotten, it will, it will appear at school. I won't be able to even listen to authorities because that's not what is happening at home. I don't respect authorities and there are no boundaries between children and authorities. So yes, therefore it is important to realize that 
as children misbehave, we also need to look into families and say, parents, what are you doing at home? Mm-hmm. What are you teaching your children at home? What values are you imparting on your children as they come to school? Because those values are the very same values that the children will express in the classroom. We'll continue our conversation with Ntabiseng Ramotwala, who's a counseling psychologist. And I also want to bring in the perspective of parents here in terms of how they deal with issues of discipline or ill discipline where their children are involved in schools. Luyanda Maume has your 913 News headlines. You're live on the Talking Point. For a thinking point this morning, we're uh, reflecting on the behavior of children in schools. And, uh, you know, many schools reporting an increase in what they describe as rude, aggressive children that are contributing to violence within the schooling environment. Teachers finding themselves at work, unsafe, being threatened in some instances by some of these learners. I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 0614-104-107. Ntabi Singh Ramotwala is a counseling psychologist. You know, Ntabi Singh, often when we, we look at ill discipline within the confines of schools, it's very easy for parents to almost blame the school, blame other learners, blame teachers for um, the behavior of of their children instead of taking responsibility and allowing their children to take responsibility as well. How can we be dealing and responding um, to these matters differently? Dealing with these matters differently is very crucial. As I said earlier on, we need to actually start off by actually workshopping parents in terms of parenting skills, making them aware of the risks of not being accountable for their children and making them aware that their children are their primary responsibility. Mm. And when the children go to school, a school becomes their secondary responsibility because they are there the whole day. However, whatever a parent teaches a child is what a child will portray and reflect at school. So it is important that we educate parents in terms of parenting skills, making them responsible with regard to their children, and making them accountable and feeling proud with the products that they want to see at the end of the day. As a parent, what do you want to finally see of your child when they are 18? Do you want to see an ill-disciplined metric student, or do you want to see a disciplined child? And working from that, come down to the current situation and say, what am I contributing as a parent towards the goal that I want to achieve? What is the school contributing towards that goal? Secondly, I would ask parents to actually work with schools, um, be be responsible enough to actually go to schools and communicate with the school whatever challenges they have at home with the, with the student. Mm. So if the learner is behaving at, at home, which results in them uh, underperforming academically, parents should actually take that role of going back to school and saying, I'm having a challenge with my child. When they come home, they just want to sit outside and with friends and not work. Mm-hmm. What can I do to assist the child to start being interested in schoolwork? So parents don't do that. Either they don't do that because they don't have time, I'm not sure, or they're not interested, or as you say, they shift responsibility and think, my child is at school and therefore the teacher must take responsibility. For parents who feel that they, they've lost control 
of 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 their children that they are unable to influence their behavior influence their decision making at least positively what advice do you have for those kind of parents i would advise a parent to not be shy to seek help seek help there are a lot of uh, departments you can go to social uh, social workers you can go to psychologists you can go anywhere but seek help go to the school sit down with the teacher, sit down with the principal and say, what can I do to assist my child because now I am feeling helpless. And secondly, the, the parent must take any form of feedback that is constructive from the teachers, social workers, psychologists, whoever they went to, the counselor, they must take the feedback positively and constructively and not tend to fight for their children in a negative way. For instance, if a child comes complaining, they immediately run to school and, and, and fight with the teacher. No, they, they need to be responsible and say, what has actually happened here? Look at all the sides of the problem before they start doing negatively. However, also learn to realize that they are also part of the puzzle of raising a proper child. So when they approach the school, they must approach the school with the humility of saying, I need help. I need to assist my child. I need to assist the school. So yes, taking full responsibility and yes, taking full accountability in terms of the feedback that they get. And yes, receiving feedback positively without mm. thinking that they are being blamed. Of course, the, the biggest challenge there is is that, you know, you, you talked about one of the, what are the reasons that drive this kind of behavior. And, and often it's very difficult for parents to acknowledge, you know, the full absence mm. in their children's mm. lives. And, and yes. people are really caught between a rock and a hard place because, you know, mm. they're at work trying to make a living, trying yes. to make sure that they're able to yes. put food on the table. And yet, yes. you know, there's so much else that, that, that suffers. There is so much. And you remember, as I said, that poverty is also a driver of a, a lot of uh, challenges that we have. And it's a driver because that creates absence of parents from their children's lives because they're out there trying to, 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 to make ends meet and to bring bread home. However, there are also other ways of trying to interact with your children. If you know that you work until late, make time in the, to sit down with the child and say, what is happening with your schoolwork? What is happening at school? And try to, by all means, to attend most of the meetings that are requested for the school. If you go to uh, SGB meetings or school meetings now of late, you'll only find a few parents who attend, and there will be a few constant parents who attend meetings and others don't attend. They don't even know what is going on in the school. So take the responsibility and be interested in your children's well-being at school. Don't take horror when they're at school. The decision is made, they are good, they are final, and the responsibility remains with the teachers only. You are also part of the equation of the responsibility to bring out good learners at the end of the day. And Tabi Singh, thank you so much for coming onto the show. And Tabi Singh Ramotwala is a counseling psychologist. And I'd, li- I'd really love to hear from, from parents and, and, and some teachers as well today uh, to speak about the challenges that you are facing, that you have in this department maybe you're one of those that has received you know what would be a, a dreaded phone call in the middle of of your work day telling you that you need to come to the school as soon as possible or that you've received a letter that summons you to the school and you know wants to discuss the behavior of your child 
and just how you have managed and have dealt with 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 all of that because it is such a big challenge for our schools.